0: I spoke last night about the different flavors or aspects or functioning of equanimity and how it can be um, a state of balance in the mind, a kind of resiliency that supports us as we navigate this complex world and all of the vicissitudes, the worldly winds, how it can support our ethical conduct, our action in the world, through that balance, we're able to be more present, not so reactive, perhaps not causing harm. Very important aspect of equanimity. And I spoke about it as a doorway to uh, transformative insight, that um, this kind of equanimity actually reveals the truth of our experience through understanding karma, things like the three characteristics, so brings wisdom, and deep acceptance of the way things are. And it's also a meditative state, a state of deep, quiet, calm, stillness, both through concentration or through insight practice. All of these are important aspects of equanimity, and even as I put them into these categories, really to know they're not that separate. Well, these these things don't come in boxes. It's not like one is completely different from the other, but they're just different facets looking at something from different sides. So helpful for us to explore and know for ourselves these different facets or qualities of equanimity. This morning I'm going to lead a guided meditation that points more to the meditative experience of equanimity, this spacious quiet mind that receives all arisings, inner and outer, and holds them in this vast spaciousness of mind. So this is a meditation um, called we call it the Big Mind Meditation. It was developed by Joseph Goldstein from his reading of uh, Tibetan text called Liberation Through Seeing with Naked Awareness. And it really guides us through this letting go and deep settling that allows us to directly experience the, the nature of the mind in its vastness and its stillness. And to, uh, it, we often use sound as we do this practice, so I've got a few bells that you'll hear throughout the, the meditation that will help us uh, tune into these qualities, quality of mind but you'll know the end of the meditation when the big bell rings three times. And the most important thing about this meditation is not doing, not trying to have any particular experience, trying to push something away, but just being curious about what's being known right now. Coming back to that again and again and again. And it's more about letting go than acquiring or getting anywhere. So keep coming back to this profound teaching that supports equanimity of letting go. So we begin, as we always do, by just settling into our posture and inviting that felt sense of the body sitting and as best we can supporting the body to sit with ease, to be comfortable. So the body scan that we've suggested can be very skillful. Just gently moving your attention systematically through the body, particularly touching on places you know you habitually contract or tense, and seeing if there can be softening. Allowing or releasing the forehead and the eyes, the space between the eyebrows, the cheeks and jaw. Eyes gently touching, softly softly closed. And lips gently touching. Throat relaxed, shoulders dropped, arms and hands resting easily, however you have them placed, moving through the chest and the belly, letting the breath move easily, however the breath is right now. the same with the back, the shoulder blades are dropped, middle and lower back, supporting the posture, but not with rigidity. And down into the pelvic region, the sitting bones. Again, resting on the cushion. Be yourself tracking down through the legs and into the feet. So we feel the whole body sitting, this simple direct knowing, felt sense, this expression of compassion towards the body, may it be at ease, And then the equanimity of accepting the body just how it is. This is the foundation of this practice, this simple direct knowing. with this little story or projection. So keep coming back to this as we move through this meditation. Then we can open to sounds, to hearing. The sounds in the room, different creaks and rustles and coughs. The sound of my voice, sounds from outside, birds twittering, planes going overhead, wind rustling in the trees. When we listen to sounds, we don't need to go out and search for them. We stay centered in this felt sense of the body, but just open our attention to the awareness of hearing. Very simply, we can't control the sounds that come, how long they stay. It's just this awareness of hearing. We can also be aware of silence, but we're still paying attention to hearing. Don't need to name the sounds or know where they come from. Just knowing that hearing is happening. Let the mind be expansive and wide like the big clear sky or empty space. Sounds are arising and disappearing in the vast empty space of the mind. Don't need to resist any sound, hold on to any sound, let the sounds come and go. This mind is like the sky, vast, empty, sounds just arising and passing. Mind is like clear, limitless sky. Look at your own mind and the way it holds all these sounds arising and passing. And just like sounds, sensations also arise and pass away in this field of awareness. The sensations of tingling or vibration or pressure. Appearing and disappearing. Just like stars in the night sky twinkling. When we see in this way, there's not so much a sense of head or shoulders or back or chest or arms or legs. There's just points of sensation arising and changing in the open space of mind. There's no inside or outside, boundaries or separations, just sounds and sensations arising and passing in the open vastness of mind. To see if this is so, look at your own mind, your own awareness. Let the mind be soft and open and still, not moving towards or away from any object. Holding on, pushing away, not holding on or pushing away. No sense of inside or outside. Sounds and sensations arising and passing in the open vastness of mind. And just like sounds and sensations, thoughts and images also arise and pass in this field of awareness. Thoughts and images are just like clouds passing through the sky. Just like clouds, they have no roots and no home. Drifting and moving in this field of awareness.
1: No need to
0: attach or resist this passing show of thoughts and images. Look at the nature of this mind. It's clear and invisible like vast space without form or boundary or location. The mind is, but it doesn't exist. It contains all things, but isn't composed of them. Nature of mind is empty and without foundation. Insubstantial, yet vast like the sky. To see if this is so, look at your own mind, this direct knowing of awareness. Now opening to the fullness of our experience, the six-limbed equanimity, all of these experiences of mind and body arising and passing in the vast space of mind. Sounds appearing and disappearing. Sensations, just points of feeling like stars twinkling in the night sky. No labels, (coughs) no boundaries, arising and passing in this vast space of mind. The same way thoughts and images drift through like clouds in the emptiness and
1: vastness of the sky.
0: All of these experiences, sounds and sensations thoughts and images all arising and passing in the vast open space of mind. To see if this is so, look within your own mind. For the remainder of the sitting, allowing yourself to rest in this vast awareness within which all of these experiences of mind and body arise and pass, insubstantial, fleeting, impermanent. so if you connected with this practice if you found it helpful can certainly continue it over the, the rest of today the rest of the retreat the essence of it is just this shift in focus most of the time in our mindfulness practice certainly in our lives we're engaged with objects relating to experiences kind of out there and separate from us. And so the mindfulness can be there, but a sense of the objects are the most important thing. That's what we're using to develop our mindfulness. In this kind of practice, we rest back into the knowing that's happening. And then we see that the objects or experiences are arising within that field of knowing. And we're more interested or aware of the knowing or the awareness. Sometimes we call this practice awareness of awareness. And so it's just a subtle shift, a subtle settling back, shifting the focus of attention. And for most of us, it's useful just to do that perhaps every now and then or when the mind is more steady. And then if you find you get lost, it's too drifty, it's not clear enough, to come back into direct presence, sensations, experience. And then if there's some more steadiness, then just to open up into this vastness, into this knowing quality. And it's a practice that we can develop like any practice. So if it didn't connect for you, that's fine. It's something that you might want to explore or perhaps it wasn't, wasn't that useful. It's all fine. As we've been saying, we're offering these different practices, so you find your own way to develop these different qualities or facets of equanimity. And so all of the different facets are important. All of the different Brahmaviharas support our practice of equanimity. So we've talked about metta, certainly, compassion. But even joy, joy is a really it's another Brahmavihara. If joy is arising, That's totally fine. It's not like, oh no, no joy, now equanimity. Let that be part of your practice. The near enemy of joy is exuberance, which is kind of the opposite of equanimity, where we get excited by the joy. So even in joy practice, mudita practice, equanimity needs to balance it. So they all interweave in a beautiful way. And it can be wonderful to do this kind of practice out walking, especially in this environment, just to let the mind get really vast, open to everything, see is there a limit to this mind, and then see all of the sights and sounds and smells just arising in this field of awareness. So I'll encourage you doing it in walking if, if that works for you. So any questions this morning about this practice, other practices? Tara, are you going to help us with the microphone? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So we just take a moment. Over here, Tara.